Welcome to the MBA Jam Podcast with your host, Avinash Bajaj. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of the MBA Jam. This is your host and founder, Avinash. Today we're speaking to Payal Nanjiani, who's the founder of Success is Within Leadership Inc., a training and coaching firm with one focus, to help people and organizations and businesses achieve success with speed and serenity. Her global clients include a lot of Fortune 500 companies, small and medium businesses, and individuals in the workforce. Over the years, Pyle and her team have created a very high impact on women leadership and their growth. Pyle also runs a podcast called I Succeed, which is the only inspirational leadership podcast for women. Pyle, welcome to the show. Thanks, Avinash. It's such a pleasure to be here on your show. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, Pyle, I found I found very little information about you on your LinkedIn profile, but you know, possibly you're the only guest on my show that has so many LinkedIn recommendations, you know, more than your profile. So at some point, it'll be really good to dig into that a little bit more. So where would you like to start? I'm happy for you to start anywhere to try and describe your journey in your own words. Sure. Um, And since your podcast is so suited to those who have done MBA, You know, I think uh, the best point for me to start is that I am also a person who has completed my uh, my business management and I have done it from India. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. So how so so when did when did you do that and what were you doing before that? And, you know, how has your life or career transitioned since then? So, you know, uh, I know of many people, Avinash, who consciously make a decision that they are going to finish their undergrad and then move on to doing something in business management and in my case uh, you know I hadn't consciously planned to do my my grad you know after finishing my and actually I was just waiting for my undergrad results at that point of time and you know back in those times this is pretty much in the 90s you know back in those times MBA was really in the air you know so any person you ask they wanted to just get their MBA done they wanted to go to a business management school and uh, I think it was just you know gearing up at that point of time and uh, I, you know I just went with the flow of it so it wasn't something very consciously done mm-hmm. and uh, because um, you know I wanted to dedicate my time to it I decided to get into the full-time course for two years and uh, and after finishing then get into the work field and let me tell you you know till today it has truly proven to be one of my best decisions ever you know the uh, the learning and the exposure that it gave me to the world apart from my own borders it was truly commendable and just visiting companies for placements and I still remember just being on the placement committee you know doing internships with various companies it really widens your perspective and for me that became a game-changing experience I see I see so what how what did you end up doing in terms of the career after you finished um, the MBA did you start off uh, in in this training and coaching like how you are at the moment or did you do something else and did you find your way into this how did that all work out for you oh I think this is such a great question uh, Avinash because um, you know uh, uh, despite um, despite having spent countless hours 
you know studying the uh, the subjects on uh, finance on accounting marketing and human resources you know i let me tell you that many graduates even today will uh, you know will tell us that they have a planned path right that okay you know after i uh, you know after i finish my mba this is what i'm going to do this is where i'm going to go and i see that even today when i visit universities like mm-hmm. nc state or duke and we speak there to mba graduates uh, or those who are going to graduate i have noticed that everyone has a very clear plan and this is something which i would really like to share with those who are listening to us today is that and you know the best experience that you will be getting is apart from your textbooks and lectures and that's what happened in my case after mba just like everyone i had a very clear goal that i want to work you know in these few companies that i had listed and i had targeted and how i should move ahead but in reality everything was so different you know i had not planned to become a motivational uh, leadership speaker i i had not planned to become an executive coach or even write a book and things just shaped up so differently after i had finished the graduation so how it worked was that you know i started to apply to these companies and uh, it really isn't very easy to get you know in, as a fresher to get into any organization so i landed up in this mid size company at that point of time it was a mid size company today it's very globally known so i landed up in this mid size company and that also i got a job which was away from my uh, my field of expertise so i had graduated in uh, mba in human resources and the job that i was offered was in the field of marketing <laughs> and you know uh, after having tried in so many places for a job and to be honest none of us from that batch was securing a job so easily so i just went ahead and i took it you know that okay at least i'll get into the company so for 6 months i really struggled because i had not even known the m of marketing and there was nothing that i was doing which was connected to my field and learning of human resources but anyways i was just thankful i have a job and i've got into somewhere and uh, somehow after 6 months is where everything started to change you know i mm. think the management uh, there was a change in the management happening at that point of time and they were looking for people in the hr positions and i applied letting them know that look i am not from marketing and i have not even got a single deal cracked up till now but mm. hr is my uh, is my strength and i can really play on my strength zones and uh, since it was a mid sized company the ceo of the company was very hands on with everyone so you know with all the day to day operations and he you know got me into that hr position within a few months i was able to get into leadership positions and move ahead and i think this is something which all of us you know should really take away when we enroll in mba and we should consider is hmm. it's the element of uncertainty in certainty you know you may be really certain that you are completing your course in marketing or in hr and you are definitely going to get a job out there in that same field and i think that is something you really want to go out there with a very open mind uh, that you know it's not necessary that you may crack your first job interview and you will get it in the same field but at the same time 
taking it up, moving ahead, seeing how you can navigate. I think that's the biggest challenge. And when you accept that challenge, it really, really teaches you so many things that you've never learned in the in the, in the textbooks or while you are in the classroom. So I think uh, for me, coming up to where I am today was from where I started. You know, I was willing to open those doors. I was willing to step into positions that I was totally unaware of and then navigate through it all to reach to where I am today of, you know, speaking uh, to various companies globally today. We've traveled in more than 21 countries now. So, you know, speaking to com uh, corporates, uh, doing the executive coaching and writing the book has all started now when I think about it from a place where it was totally uncertain. Nice, nice. I think I think that was really well put. You know, the element of uncertainty, uncertainty. Uh, is is that what drove you towards entrepreneurship, towards working for yourself? You know, as as opposed to working for someone else. Yes, I think that definitely because um, you know throughout the career I was able to navigate uh, in different ways. So, for example, you know I will repeat again: it's uncertainty, uncertainty because most of us feel okay now I've secured a job, life's going on great, mm. I've completed my MBA, and I should be really earning really good now. And then all of a sudden, life throws on you certain elements of uncertainty. For me, it was getting a, you know, a transfer to the United States back then in 2000. Hmm. And uh, that meant leaving a very, very thriving career back there where I was already in the leadership position. I was already uh, gaining a lot of momentum in my, in my work. And that meant all of a sudden to stop that and to move into a new country where, again, you are lost. And again, you've got to start from the beginning because, you know, um, you are not uh, recognized for your work or your uh, or your degrees then unless you, you know, uh, you know, it takes time to transfer them and to, you know, get started again. So, mm. uh, so again, that uncertainty really helped me to build up everything here so I again had to apply for jobs again get into the job market again a lot of uncertainty you know working with uh, you know with different types of people and different culture and then I think throughout those all those years it taught me that if I can do so much for someone I think I can definitely do it for myself and serve others in a much broader way than what I could have done if I was still working on a nine-to-five yeah, yeah, that that's a fantastic point. Um, so, so, so in terms of you know you moving on to starting your company in this leadership and coaching area, uh, what I'm really curious is is that is that something you were practicing on and off you know even while you were working, or did you just suddenly make a decision to go down this area? Why why this specific area as opposed to you know going back to leadership position in another company in the US? So, yeah, I think uh, definitely when I look back all the years that I have been working in various companies and in various roles, uh, coaching people and conducting uh, trainings at that time, I was conducting training sessions has always been a part of my work, you know, so mm -hmm. uh, when I was working I still remember there were times where people would come to me for different types of, uh, you know, they wanted to change their results. They wanted to get better in what they are doing. And uh, I would, you know, suggest some methods and some techniques, which I started to see has been helping people. 
and uh, training was always a part of my work wherever i was you know even uh, my last job where i was a regional uh, where i was the regional director of a company uh, you know training my folks especially the executives was a part of my role so i think somewhere down the line i have been doing this very continuously to a point where people started to tell me that your techniques are working you know they are changing results they are upgrading results for us and uh, i used to get invited to different types of uh, companies by my friends and i still remember because of the conflict of interest uh, because i was already working i really could not charge them anything hmm. and i would just land up doing it for free you know that okay fine <laughs> you know i'm i'm enjoying it i'll do this for you and i used to be amazed at the at the results and at uh, what people would write for me you know and say that okay hmm. you know this really helped me it helped me to go to the next step and uh, that's when you know it started to increase and there came a point where i had to tell my current company that i have to take one of the path and i prefer the latter path where i could serve more people because uh, it started to become my interest in helping people become successful you know people start feeling that they have done mba they have worked so hard they have studied they have invested money and they are not getting the results they are getting very minimum results compared to the efforts that are being put in and uh, my technique started to teach people that you put in the least efforts but you still get the maximum results and and i thought you know this message could go in a broader way to people and they could um, they could really become more successful than what they are currently and that's where then that leap started to happen i see i see that's really interesting so so in terms of the uh, coaching and and training that you mentioned so what what are some of the areas that you do tend to cover most often like what is what what does it look like you know let's say i'm a company who approaches you how mm-hmm. do you how do you go about structuring these programs so say for example if it is a fortune 500 company we usually structure them for leadership talks and that basically is anywhere from 2 hours to 4 hours there are there are companies who have uh, who have engaged us in having full day workshops for them mm. and then we are also on uh, you know associated with various companies as their uh, onboard coach you know so whenever they have any uh, coaching that is needed for their leaders we our aim is you know the entire aim of our work is to develop game changing leaders and entrepreneurs Right. and that we do it you know either through workshops or we are a coach in your company and um, you know we are coaching your leaders to be one of the finest finest coaches that they can be for your company so you don't have to look outside after that and uh, you know for business owners and uh, for executives we have these coaching sessions that help them to become uh, leaders you know we we stress on the fact that unless you are not growing as a leader your company can never grow you know your business mm. can never grow so our entire aim is to develop you so much from within that you are seeing the results in your outer world and that is something that we have in fact gone ahead and even given an assurance to people hmm. who have seen our work and like you said you know you see it on the linkedin profile yeah. um, the testimonies and and those are the testimonies that people give us that they have worked with us very closely and they have seen the change in themselves in their leadership that has enabled them to really see the change and in their results in the outer world 
So I think a lot with coaching, a lot of workshops that we do and a lot of, um, you know, message that I'm passing to people through my upcoming book. I see. I see that. That's really interesting. But by the way, you mentioned the book, right? I was really curious before I forget, what is the book title? Is that and when is it going to be available? You know, just so everyone knows about it in case they're interested. Sure, Avinash. Uh, the book is uh, being published in New York by one of the uh, publishers, uh, one of the top publishers there, uh, Productivity Press. And uh, the book is uh, titled Success is Within. It's it's mm. very much on Google now when you, when you type it, so when you search for it. So it's Success is Within and it talks about, uh, uh, you know, techniques that you need to do to upgrade your leadership mindset. So it's a leadership book. And it is definitely available for entrepreneurs, for leaders, for people who are starting their careers, for people who are, you know, um, uh, enrolled into MBA programs and they are looking now for a fresh start in their life, in their professional life. And it's going to be available probably in a month or so, just depending on their deadline for publications. Nice, nice, nice. Fantastic. Perfect, perfect. Good. So I'll, I'll include that in the show notes for reference. Um, Going back to a little bit in terms of the coaching and the program you offer, right? So how how big is your team now? Because you, you mentioned that you cover a lot of uh, companies and a lot of geographies as well, right? So I'm pretty sure it's no more a one-man or one-woman band anymore. Right. How, how big is your team and how, how, how what exactly do you end up doing? Do you still conduct all the training and coaching yourself or what do you specialize in? That's right. I do conduct the trainings and coaching myself because that's what we are known for. Mm -hmm. And uh, I am I am not a person who is driven to, uh, you know, get into to basically to make my company too huge or anything. My basic aim still remains the same that whoever has come in contact with us has to make sure that they are successful with speed and serenity. Mm-hmm. And because of that, uh, you know, we have uh, we have an element in our coaching, which is that you are done with your coaching sessions within five sessions with me. We do not take more than that for for anyone to achieve their results, you know. And uh, that has been one of the major key elements for us that we strive to make sure that within five sessions you have achieved your goal that you are working with us for. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, I'm still pretty much the person who does. We have a backend team and we are a team of six people now. And uh, they are the ones who are always, uh, you know, supporting our, you know, you, you will see a lot of our videos, our podcast. Uh, you know, we have people who will do your initial assessments on leadership for us. And uh, we all work very closely. But when it comes to providing the talk and to do the coaching, this is something I still personally work. And because of which I am more uh, devoted to quality than quantity. Mm-hmm. And you always see me finishing one company, one project before I move to the next one. Nice, 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 fantastic, fantastic. So, so, so you also, I, I also read in your profile that you focused a, a lot on women leadership growth. So, mm-hmm. just curious, why, why do you think that area requires the focus? And you know, how did you come to develop yourself in that area? Sure, Avinash. So, uh, you know, having traveled in so many countries now, I have observed that uh, when it comes to women in leadership positions, the gap still exists. Now, the only difference that I saw was that uh, 
you know in some countries the gap is less and in some countries the gap is more uh, so in countries uh, developing countries like india dubai russia that we have visited uh, you know that the gap is more as compared to the western uh, world like uk or uh, us or canada the the gap is uh, lesser but the gap still exists and it does pinch when you see that uh, you know you're in the leadership positions there are uh, you know women are facing a lot of uh, issues so because of that i started a separate channel which helps women to you know build up on their inner leadership you know we we do not talk so much about the outer leadership as much as we focus on the inner aspects and uh, the uh, you know the the main uniqueness of this podcast that i had started was that uh, within 30 minutes it you know it gives you a lot of things to think about so it there's got a lot of elements in it which you have to really reflect on and it helps you to really build yourself rather than speaking for hours it usually just wraps up in 30 minutes giving you some you know very fast techniques and uh, apart from that i also write for a couple of you know women magazines in in singapore and in india mm-hmm. and in the us um, for a simple reason is that i think for me uh, it's more of you know being a woman myself and seeing the challenges that take place i think for women to fill that gap you know we talk a lot about women empowerment <laughs> and uh, i always wonder you know who is the person who's going to come and empower and what i always feel is that if women know the techniques of empowering themselves i don't think they would need to depend on anyone for it so that's one of the aims of uh, of uh, pushing women leadership and starting this channel is to really empower your own self rather than wait for something to happen outside yeah yeah that's that's fascinating so 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 over the years you know have you seen things improving uh generally you know not just uh because you are also helping but generally as 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 you know globally do, do you see things improving and and if yes where where do you see the most improvement and if no what do you think are some of the reasons that things are not yet improving as much as you would hope it would <laughs> No absolutely I think there is so much of improvement from the years that we have seen the things shaping up so I have no doubts on it in fact the society the culture everywhere I have been uh, is putting in so much of efforts to make sure that women are also rising up and they are given uh, a platform to express themselves and to move ahead Uh, so i think from the outside perspective i feel everything is happening what i see missing is you know uh, from the from the inner perspective which is from the women's world itself you know mm. uh, their confidence in stepping out uh, i have had cases where i was approached by the management uh, you know executives and they would want me to set up a women uh, you know leadership group for them and what i noticed was that you know though the management is interested in moving women to the high executive positions women are not taking it up because of the fear of how it's going to impact their personal life so i think this is the gap now that we have to fill in from within ourselves and from the outside i think a lot is being done and a lot is being said which is which is awesome right now and i think it's only going to increase and it's really going to help a lot but i think we just need to fill the gap now from within ourselves and see how we can build up that confidence and are you know using this techniques and moving ahead yeah yeah i think 
I think you're absolutely right because because uh, a lot of what you said towards the end resonates a lot in my personal case as well. So my wife works uh, in in a senior management position in the company as well, right? So often we okay. have conversations on, uh, you know, how she wants to move on with with mm-hmm. her career and and what are some of the possible options she has. And you know, we we are in London, we are in the UK, and although, like you said, from the outside things have been improving, maybe because I've been looking at it from the outside and. I try to showcase the opportunities. I I do see a bit of a reluctance um, from her perspective because uh, more often than not, she comes up with uh, you know a counterpoint that no, I'm I'm not yet good enough or I'm not yet there. But I I, I do see where what you mean by the inner self rather than you know things looking from the outside. Absolutely, yes, true. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, yeah, so you, so you mentioned a bit about your podcast as well, right? So uh, I'm ashamed to say I haven't yet had a chance to <laughs> listen to any of your episodes in the podcast, but it'd be really good to understand what exactly do you end up covering in these podcasts? Like, is it is it interview formats? Like, what kind of guests do you invite? Or how how what does a typical structure look like? Right. So um, I think like you just said, right, that, uh, you know, when it comes to your own personal front, uh, you know, you see that uh, self uh, reluctant in your wife too. that, you know, how should I move ahead? Should I do this or should I not do that? Hmm. And uh, that's exactly what the podcast is about. You know, it's it's for the women and it's basically a channel where I speak you know, with them, I speak to them and uh, I speak to them on all the issues that I have been noticing has been happening where people connect with me and say, oh, you know what, this is a problem I'm facing. And um, I take some time to build that podcast and to, you know, within 15 to 20 minutes, you know, I just help them to gauge, not sorry, I just help them to build that confidence in them for them to navigate through their professional life, whether they are business owners or whether they are working in the corporates. And uh, yes, you know, we do have a couple of interviews lined up right now of, of women who have made it in the industry. Uh, also of women who are struggling and they are the ones who want to come up and they want to share their story of you know how they were stuck and and what types of struggles they have taken to just get to the next step maybe they haven't reached where they have to but it's a good eye-opener for all of us to know that we're all in the same boat when it comes to it yeah yeah it's a pretty inspirational uh, podcast for women interesting interesting Fantastic. So, so again, you know, I think I think your insights are so, uh, you know, eye-opening in some ways. I have a really curious question as well. So, you know, over the years, have you seen any patterns between, you know, common things you end up repeatedly saying to people uh, for for the leadership position? You know, do you see some patterns among the younger ones as compared to among the more senior and more experienced people? Are there any patterns at all? Yeah, there is a pattern that I think I have been repeating very often. It's also in my book. <laughs> it's uh, it's the pattern of uh, of self development. You know, I see this happening in uh, in leaders who have really made it to the top in their industry. They are CEOs of companies uh, that we have worked with. And then I see a majority of people do not dedicate their time in self-development at all. So they are rushing through the day, they are moving ahead, they have Mm. finished all their graduations and everything. And they're just so, you know, they're grinding in their day-to-day work life that they forget that there is a part of them that needs to be developed. And unless that does not happen, the future is not going to be as bright as they think it should be. 
Yeah, yeah, that's so, that's, that's so a you really know, good. It, it, it yeah. reminds me of that story of um, of the uh, of uh, Abraham Lincoln. I think it was that uh, you know where he was asked that you know if when he where he said that you know if he had to cut a tree, he would spend uh, six hours in sharpening his axe and only two hours in cutting. Which I think is a great message for all of us that you know where are the hours going? You know, are we spending six to eight hours in just working working you know or are we really sharpening our axe which is the self-development aspect of it which i really really see missing in in most majority of the of the working population today yeah that's that's a fantastic insight and and you're right you know that that's that's actually a very very uh, popular quote even <laughs> i i tend to refer to uh, you know, most often when I'm trying to work on the biggest problems to try and understand, you know, understanding the problem and the possible solution is something we should try and focus on rather than, you know, running, running, running all the time. But I think the aspect of self-development is really, really interesting. So, so you know, from your point of view, what kind of recommendations do you have for some of us, you know, who might be looking to improve our sort of self-development perspective? Do you recommend certain books? Do you recommend certain, you know, uh, programs? Or do you recommend, like, I, I know it's a very, very loaded question, but if you had to just give some top recommendation that you've seen most successful people do. Right. I think uh, a lot has to do with how you are, you know, investing in yourself and what's your real passion because you know i have had people who would uh, you know who i would say okay you know why don't you go and go ahead and read uh, biographies of uh, of people and uh, they're not interested in biographies and and just because you know someone has said that they should do this they will you know open that book and they will read it and through and you know just midway through it you're falling asleep <laughs> because that's not really your interest you know yeah so i always tell people that you know whatever is your interest what do you like to read you know are you interested in growing in your career then pick up books which are connected with leadership which are connected with uh, with people who have made it in the industry if you're a person who loves to hear like you know i have channels that are open for everyone and um, i have youtube channels that i post uh, videos consistently on i have a leadership challenge that goes out almost every week or every other week on my linkedin which uh, is like you know within a minute i give you a challenge to cross that and move ahead in your leadership there are podcasts you know there are uh, facebook resources that i put so i think so much is available out there today that you really don't have to stick to one channel or one person it's mm. like you know, you've just got to develop yourself now i have so many people who follow us on linkedin and on our uh, different channels and i feel blessed to put out these resources for them and they can just apply it in their everyday work life in their everyday business life and just move ahead you know it's it's not like you've got to uh, you know uh, restrict yourself to a certain book or a certain channel these days yeah, yeah. I think I think again, it's really, really insightful because you know, it's it's all about finding your own jam, right? It's all about finding what resonates the best with you, and that's really useful because you know sometimes people might just pressurize themselves, saying, you know, yeah. hey, my peers are reading these books, but you know, the fact that just because they can't get through it doesn't mean that they can't get those learnings. Right. They, they could right. get those Absolutely. learnings from other channels as well. 
Absolutely, absolutely, and I think uh, so many of uh, so many people who are uh, you know in the midst of their graduation and and they are the ones who are you know going to be stepping uh, stepping out and into the work life. I think even uh, while we are doing MBA, one of the things that I learned while in my university of uh, in times of learning was that you know you. You've really got to invest in yourself. You know, I used to see these guest lecturers who would come, you know, during these uh, during my courses, mm. and uh, you know, just just listening to them fascinated me. So maybe I'm the person who has always believed in uh, in a lot of self development because of which I'm doing what I'm doing, I guess. But even back then, just seeing those guest lecturers come and uh, speak to us about where they are today and you know what they have achieved and how they achieved i think when you track it down and you go to the core of it you realize that what they are saying basically meant that they had to overcome so many struggles and uh, that could not have been possible if they would have not developed themselves to bring themselves up to that level yeah yeah i think you know your studies your 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 life in your mba it really helps you to open up that mindset yeah absolutely and and talking with the other channels you know the other thing that also comes to my mind is you know i'm often asked this question saying you know why are you running a podcast you know do people really listen uh, mm-hmm. and and for me i i started a podcast because i'm someone who who resonated a lot with listening rather than uh, necessarily reading just because it was something i could do along with doing other things and that's why i think really great that you have other channels but now it occurs to me you know that there might be other people who prefer the content i'm putting out in other forms so maybe i should i should consider writing a book as well <laughs> yeah it'll be great i would be i would be waiting for it <laughs> <laughs> nice nice fantastic so so you touched a bit upon you know how your mba has has helped you uh, you know in 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 tangible as well as intangible forms you know over the years in in terms of the kind of people you encounter in your daily life you know do, do you see certain aspects that mba or maybe any kind of business graduation course helps in uh in in universities today as opposed to you know like i'm just trying to understand do you see some things that work well from the university's teaching point of view or and and do you also see a lot of gaps that I mean do you see some universities doing better than what they are at the moment Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, um, when you spoke about that, uh, when you just asked that, you know, did the MBA help in any way with people and in my, you know, in the life and dealing with people? And I think my, uh, you know, I, I graduated from uh, from uh, LLIM uh, in in Bombay, mm-hmm. and uh, it really proved to be a turning point in my life, both professionally and personally. Now, you know, while the MBA is a challenging process you know getting through it has taught me more about myself than i've ever imagined so you know just understanding myself so much more feels like as if i was beginning a new chapter of my journey through life and you know seeing so many things in the different light and um, uh, my 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 university then llim it really helped me to communicate with you know it, it helped me to communicate about myself with confidence and purpose and and some of the things that really really i took forward with me was um, number 1 i could say is treating people with respect and taking the initiative to experiment you know 
and see that all incredible compounding effects it has so you know when you do mba you get in to be with a classroom full of people from various places okay now i was in india so it was various places in india i had people who had landed up there mm. and uh, you land up working on these projects together you're speaking with them and then there are people in the group that you wish you never had them because they would hardly contribute anything to the project <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah so but then again you know now i feel it has really taught a very valuable lesson it opens up your mindset to adapt to people and it tells you that you're going to meet people in your life who are going to be having behaviors which are totally contrast to what you are and i think that's a great learning that you can incorporate later in your work field because i did meet people who were hardly contributing anything to the project even back then mm. and uh, you know that really helped you to build that connection so i think if you are doing your mba you know anyone who is listening this and is doing their graduation is doing their mba i think they should not be frustrated with the type of people that they encounter over there and i think they should learn their lesson that if i can deal with them here if i can really lead this group here i think i can lead outside also so i think that's the first um, you know learning that i had when it comes to to people when you know when i'm when i'm working with them and another point is that um, you know i started to learn how to lead myself better into decision making because uh, like i said you know having instructors and having guest lecturers and you learn from them and then when you're working in groups you you start to see that there are people who would work on the project and there are people who would not so you've got to see what types of decisions you want to make right from there i know those are small decisions at that point of time but you've got to make that decision and see how you can come out of it and how you can lead the group and and make decisions together rather than being a you know like working like a solopreneur and saying okay i'm going to do everything yeah yeah that's a really good point that's a really really good point because especially the point that you mentioned you know that uh the, the the fact that you're thrown in you know with different kind of people forces you to learn how to adapt in different situations because in, like most often in life you can you don't have the freedom to choose every person that you want to work yeah. with you know sometimes just things happen from from all sides so yeah the the fact again i think i think it circles back to the previous point you mentioned about uncertainty about certainty right mm-hmm. um right. Uh, the, the fact that you know you have to learn to be comfortable with a lot of uncertain environments you know not just stick in your comfort zone all the time because otherwise if you don't challenge yourself you'll be forced to be challenged by by life <laughs> right right and i think that's that's one of the key things that while we are all studying and while we are all you know into this phase it's a good uh, you know it's good to keep an eye on the learning rather than just be frustrated with the process yeah yeah again again i think i think these are really really insightful points so so again uh, t- touching upon the education side and touching upon you know the the, the university side as well the Do, do you do you see you know certain educational institutions do a better job with this kind of perspective in mind or do you think it's still stuck in very traditional ways of doing things and the the prerogative totally lies with people who want to self educate themselves 
No, I think definitely, uh, you know, around the world today, there are so many universities. So if I was to talk not just in India or outside, I think throughout the world, there are so many options today and different universities, they specialize in different areas. And I think the learning process is very different. So when I uh, when I came to the United States and I had to do my learning here also, uh, I, I did find a difference, uh, this being more, uh, more hands-on and more, uh, you know, experiential. Now, to say that, you know, this year I had an opportunity to uh, to be in India for for a couple of months to complete some uh, projects with my clients. So I was invited there to give some leadership talks in companies in Bangalore and Bombay. And while I was there, I had the opportunity to revisit my uh, my uh, school of MBA of my business management and and I saw a, a drastic change you know I saw the way they have progressed they have become more experiential and more hands-on so I think throughout the world everyone is opening up now to the knowledge and everything uh, the only thing which I think is missing and which is missing in the entire education uh, system itself whether wherever you are in the world is that um, you know we barely learn about what it takes to be successful in life so we are so fine-tuned to textbook knowledge and to uh, to just learning whatever has been taught in the years that I think somewhere down the line we are forgetting to put the element of what it really takes to be successful in life you know how do you how do you uh, bounce back when life knocks you down so those are the things which are not available whole lot but at the same time they are not completely missing because like I said you know when we used to have these guest lecturers who would come and they would really really talk about their experience it really opens up your mindset to, and tells you challenges are going to be a part of your work life of your career life so be prepared for it and do what it takes to prepare and I think um, I, I know not everyone is cut to do uh, MBA, not everyone wants to finish graduation, they want to finish undergrad and then start working. So, but for those who are inclined to do it, I think it's one of the best decisions. I feel, you know, it had an impact on my life professionally and personally. And I think that's one of the best decisions that could have happened for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Nice, nice, nice. Super. So, so I think I think we've covered a lot of uh, you know the points around the MBA that I was really keen on. One one question I had is you know what what's next for you? What what is something that you're most excited about? You know, in terms of your company or your your career at this stage. Well, that's an interesting one. I haven't ever uh, thought about it so much, <laughs> but now that you ask about it, I think uh, for me it's it's got to do a lot with. Uh, with seeing how I can impact the numbers, you know, um, if you do a research, it usually shows that there is, you know, only maybe two percent or 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 two or three percent of the people who really fall in the success bracket, and mm. uh, that means 90, 97 to ninety-eight percent of the people in the population of the world are doing everything that it takes to become successful. They're putting in all the hard work. They're doing everything. They're enrolling themselves in various courses, but still they are not falling in that bracket, which means there is something really missing in our professional uh, sphere. And I think that is what I am still aiming for is to get more and more people who I come across, you know, who engage with me, who engage in my services. I think my main aim right now and 
for some at least for a couple of years now is to make sure that more and more people get into that successful bracket they see their business succeeding uh, whether they are startups or they are already flourishing and they want to take it to the next level or whether they are people who are aspiring to become managers and directors and and just move ahead in their field i think right now it is a lot to do with helping people become successful and reach their highest level of success with speed and serenity because i think just both are so imperative in the corporate world you really can't do it one without the other nice nice fantastic i think i think it's a really nice big mission to to go after at this moment and uh, you're right you know a lot of people are uh, trying to find their way through success but i think i think it's such a you know stark fact in your face to to understand that yeah. only 2% of people actually are managing to reach the success level yet the others are not just sitting with their hands folded they are trying to do something but somewhere somehow somewhere the the system or you know some something is failing them to reach that stage yet <laughs> yeah true so that's just been my uh, my aim so far and hope to get through it <laughs> nice nice no fantastic fantastic uh this this is a bit of a tricky question but uh, something that i managed to ask every guest on my show is you know wh- what is the one thing you wish i had asked you um the one thing that i wish you had asked me is um Mm. Well yeah it's a really tricky question. <laughs> um maybe about uh, about regrets. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Any uh, regrets? Because, <laughs> yeah, because I feel that you know people regret a lot, you know, and that is something which is also in my book that uh, Uh, personally i myself uh, you know would not say i have any regrets because i always believe that whatever choices you make in your life there is going to be a regret you know whether you choose path a you're going to regret that you didn't choose path b and if you do do it with path b you're going to regret it for path a you know because mm-hmm. down the line there's going to be a point that will make you feel you know initially you may feel oh great this was a great decision and down the line you start to feel oh what if i would have chosen that path so i think uh, uh, you know when it comes to regrets i think it is something that is very Uh, it has to be something which is very dealt with inwardly you know you've got to be really sure that this was the path that you had chosen this is the one that you've got to move ahead and uh, what would have happened on another path b is something which you really have no control over so i think um, you know not to regret on anything that any any decision that you have made because knowing that you've done it in the best interest of yourself of the people and you've done it with clear intentions i think you know when your intentions aren't clear and you have just done it because you had to do it or your intentions were a little malicious i think that's the time that you feel the regret but if your intentions are clear if you if it's if it's for your good if it's for the good of the people I think then whatever be the result it's as it is never in your hands the results are not in your hands so whatever be the result I think as much as you can move ahead without regretting it will help you to move faster towards your goal it will not slow you down Yeah that's a really good point fantastic nice 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 Uh while that's that's all I had from my end you know do, do you have any final thoughts is is that something uh that you think would be worth putting it out there 
No, I think you just covered everything so well, Avinash. You know, from the t- from the from the courses that we've done until what our real life experiences are like. And uh, I think to sum it up, the only thing that I would really tell to all our listeners is that, uh, you know, really invest in your self-development and try to finish strong. You know, most of us, we start a project, we start something and then down the line, things do not work out and we feel, oh, you know, we need to change. And I think what's the guarantee then that you are going to finish the other task if you haven't finished the first one. So I think finish strong is something that I would like to really sum it up together. Nice, fantastic, finish strong. I think I think I'm going to title your episode that way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Well, this has been fantastic, and this has been really, really. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you. How how do people find out more about you, and you know how how can they get in touch with you? Sure. Um, there is a website. It is uh, under my name. It's pialnanjiani.com. And uh, then there is, uh, you know, we are on Facebook and LinkedIn under the same name when you type Payal Nanjani. Same is with YouTube. Uh, You know, there's a YouTube channel out there, which we have just recently launched uh, for our clients, but now it's available to everyone. So it's free to subscribe. It has all the resources that you would need for uh, developing yourself as a game-changing leader and entrepreneur. And that's also the YouTube channel. Also, when you just type down Payal Nanjani, you should be able to subscribe to it. And of course, there's a podcast, which is uh, an inspirational podcast for women. And of course, men are free to join (laughs) that they can help women to move ahead around them, you know. So I think, yeah, but once you go on my website, uh, payalnanjani.com, it has listed all the resources and connection. And I'm a person who loves, loves to connect wherever I am, wherever I travel. And, And that's one thing I encourage people is to connect with me, you know, regardless of, you know, who you are, whether you're just starting your career or you're you're in phase of expanding your career. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks a lot for your time, Payal. I know I know it's it's morning over there where you are. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah pleasure to do this you know to just connect with people and to and I think the work that you're doing Avinash to reach out to people and let them know that things are possible and it's really not the end of the world and what are the benefits of MBA and how that can take you ahead and experiences of people who have done it and I think that's an amazing platform you're opening up for people thank you thank you so much really appreciate that perfect thank you Payal thanks a lot for your time really good speaking to you same here, Vinash. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The MBA Jam. Now it's time for you to take action. Head over to TheMBAJam.com to listen to more episodes and discover great resources.